Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. And today, we're going to talk about what I call the five-finger death punch. Basically, a name I stole from, I believe, a band. But this is an awesome, attracting, building gambit to do to girls while you're speaking to them. When perhaps you run out of something to talk about, you need something to build attraction quickly. God, dude, I always over-deliver, man. It's just like, podcast after podcast of just great material. And here we go again, man, with this shit that's just going to get this girl so goddamn attracted to you. So here's what it's about. It's about her fingers and whether or not she wears rings. And if she does wear rings, where she wears them and what it means about her based on where she wears them. Now, before I jump into how to do this, you guys have to understand that girls love this crap. They love anything that analyzes their personality, tells them how they are. They like like astrology, cold reading, and these little gambits that we do to get them highly into their emotions. So this one is based on, again, where they wear their rings. And based on each finger, there's a Greek god associated with it. Okay, so during a date or maybe during the first conversation, when the conversation dies and you need something really good to throw in there, Grab her hand and be like, hey, this is really interesting. You're wearing your ring on your thumb. Do you know why that is? Or if she has no rings on, you say, it's interesting you wear no rings. Do you know why that is? Now she's going to say yes or no. And usually they'll just say that it's for style or she likes the way it looks or whatever her reason is. But then you say, have you ever thought where you wear a ring actually says something about your personality? And she's going to be like, no, I've never really thought of that. Or she may say, yes, I've thought of that. But then you say, and particularly if she's not wearing any rings, you say, if you had to wear a ring anywhere, which finger would it be on? Okay, so you get her to identify which finger it would be on, and then you go ahead and go into a gambit. Okay, so what I always do is I say my friend Jessica is really into like Greek mythology. She's really into astrology, Greek mythology, and she says that based on the finger, it can tell a lot about your personality. Now, the reason, boys, as some of you may have guessed, and I hope you certainly did, I say that my friend Jessica told me is because we always want to work pre-selection into our conversations. Anytime I talk about a friend, anytime I talk about a gambit and somebody told me the gambit, I always make it a girl. Now, in my case, many times it's true, but if you're okay to fib a little bit, kind of stretch the truth with a white lie, the reason why we say a girl is to make this girl who we're speaking to know that you're a cool guy you have girlfriends and she can be more comfortable around you. And it works in that pre-selection that guys who already have girls in their lives are usually attractive, they're trustworthy, they're fun to be around. So girls are going to get more attracted to you when you communicate that. So I say my friend Jessica told me about this. And the first one she told me about is actually the thumb. Now the thumb in Greek culture represents Poseidon, which as you know, is the god of the sea. And he was really independent. He was the only God who didn't live on Mount Olympus. He did his own thing and the thumb kind of sticks out. It kind of does its own thing, doesn't it? So people who wear thumb rings are therefore usually very independent. They're individuals who generally do their own thing. They don't follow trends, but instead they prefer to follow their own lead. Okay, now what I'm doing here, boys, is I'm basically saying a bunch of stuff that anybody could agree to. 
So if you're sitting there right now listening to this podcast and you have a thumb ring on, which bro, rocking a thumb ring as a dude, I don't know if I can get behind that, bro, but do what you do. You know, I'm not judging you. If you want to rock a thumb ring, you think it's 1994 and you're in a grunge band, do it, bro. You do you. But here's the thing. If I said, hey, bro, the thumb ring. And like, if we said this to a guy, right, we'd be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. But girls eat this up. Just trust me, brother. They absolutely love this. So if I said to you, hey, man, you know, the thumb represents Poseidon. He's really independent. He does his own thing. He doesn't follow trends. Who wouldn't agree with that? Who wouldn't want to hear that? And that's the skill of what we call cold reading. Cold reading is basically me telling you something about yourself based on something you're doing, something you're wearing, or some kind of characteristic that you have that basically says something positive about you. So when we do these kinds of cold reads, not only are they extremely powerful, but because we keep them in the positive, women are going to agree with it like 99% of the time. Okay, now let me ask you this. If you say that she's wearing her ring on her thumb and she's really independent and she's like, oh, I don't know about that. You'd be like, see, you're just proving my point. You don't just go along with what people say. You're your own person and you think your own thing. And that's what I do oftentimes when I do cold reading. I'll say, look, the outside of you is like really soft and nice and agreeable and you seem really cool. But inside, I bet you're not to be fucked with, huh? Like deep inside of who you are, you're your own person. If she's like, no, that's not true. I'll be like, see, you're just proving my point. You're not to be fucked with. You're your own person. You can't even let me tell you about your personality, which in fact substantiates and proves exactly what I just said. And then that usually gets past any objections. Okay, the next one is the index finger, which is represented by Zeus, the king of all gods and the god of thunder and lightning. That's a really dominant finger. And having a ring there means you tend to be a more dominant person. And you can like wave your index finger at them and be like, no, 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 Sarah, don't do that thing. I'm sure you do that really often. She'll almost always agree with you. Now, if she says, no, I'm actually a really passive person, you can be like, you know, you might want to examine that because I bet deep inside you're actually pretty dominant and perhaps you haven't let that part of your personality out. Would you say that's true? See, so guys, there's always like rescue, like life rafts you can deploy when chicks disagree with this. But here's the thing. I'm telling you, 95% of the time, they'll just agree with it because like I said, it's a cold read which tells them essentially what they want to hear. All right, the middle finger is represented by Dionysus, who's the god of wine and partying. He's a very irreverent god. So if you have a ring there, it means you tend to do whatever you want and you could care less about what other people think of you. And then you lift up your middle finger, you give her the bird, and you say, it's like, fuck you to the world. And she's definitely going to agree with that. And it's kind of true, man. Like what I've found by doing this gambit all the times that I've done it is... It's pretty accurate to the girl's personality. So have faith in this shit. It really does work. All right, the next one is the ring finger, boys. And if you could probably guess, you'd guess that the ring finger represents what? Okay, think about it. Use that brain, bro, Tendo. You got this. That's right. The ring finger is where the wedding ring goes. So it represents love. And that's represented by Aphrodite. She's the goddess of love. And that's why we wear our wedding rings on that finger. You can also branch off at this point and do all kinds of romantic cold readings here. Like when you fall for someone, you need to fall for them completely or it just doesn't feel right. Like you can BS your way through this in ways you never thought possible, my friend. Now, what I say here oftentimes is interestingly, the ring finger is the only finger that has a vein that goes directly to the heart without branching off. 
So that's why it's associated with love. And another thing I say, boys, and I learned this while I was in Japan, I was actually a wedding announcer in Japan. I've married 200 couples in Japanese when I lived in Japan. Long story, I'll probably do a podcast episode on it because it has to do with my panic attacks and anxiety and agoraphobia. It's a really, really crazy story. But anyway, one thing that I noticed like 20 weddings in was that every single bride always had her ring finger nail, N-A-I-L, painted differently. And at that time, I asked one of the wedding organizers, I was like, hey, why do they always paint that nail differently? And the reason is, which I found out through my vast experience of marrying people, is because the groom, that is the guy, would usually be so damn nervous that he would sometimes put the ring on the wrong finger. Like these dudes would be shaking every time I did a wedding. The girl was always cool as a cucumber. She could think on her feet. And it was always the dude who was a complete sea bass, man. He would lose his mind, would forget what to say. And I would have to tell these guys like, relax, just follow me. I got you. But the reason why they paint that ring finger differently is so the groom remembers to put the ring on the correct finger. And that's part of this gambit when I talk about it. So you can say the ring finger represents Aphrodite. And the interesting thing is, it's the only finger that has a vein that goes straight to the heart. And in weddings, they paint that nail differently so the groom doesn't mess up and put it on the wrong finger. All right, the pinky is represented by Ares, who's the god of war. And that's why you see mobsters wearing pinky rings. It represents conflict. Okay, so she's wearing a pinky ring. You can ask her, did you buy that for yourself or did someone else give it to you? If she bought it for herself, it means she's sometimes at war with herself and has some inner conflict, which... Guys, if you think about it, we're all at war with ourselves sometimes. Even I am. You know, we always have conflict, so she can't not agree with that. But if somebody else bought it for her, then say, you know, perhaps there's some conflict between you two. And I've actually had it several times where an ex-boyfriend bought it for her. And she'd be like, yeah, there's conflict there. And then it works even more into my hands. All right, so let's do a summary, boys. Poseidon represents the thumb. It means that she's independent. She has big time individuality. And remember, the thumb is kind of not with the other fingers. So you can think about it as an individual. Zeus represents the pointer finger, which represents dominance, power, energy, travel, expansion. So just think about your pointer finger, like pointing it to the sky, really powerful. That represents Zeus. The middle finger is represented by Dionysus, which is rebelliousness. She likes decadence, partying having a good time. You'll find this a lot with girls in nightclubs. The ring finger is represented by Aphrodite, love, romance, beauty. And then Aries represents the pinky, which is conflict. And just think of the pinky as the mobsters, right? The pinky ring that they pop out when they're drinking their elegant wine represents conflict, competitiveness, aggressiveness. And you can call reader off of that. So boys, yet another ass-kicking, pipe-hitting, attraction-building technique Use it on the next girl you talk to. I guarantee, bro, it's going to spike attraction by at least 25%. So steal it. Use it. Super damn effective. If you want to get on a call with me, you know what to do. Click the link in the description below. Go to coaching. Fill out the quick application. You and I will email a little bit with each other. And boys, I ask that all my clients or potential clients email me back within 24 hours. So kind of keep that on your mind because... If a guy can't reply to an email in 24 hours, then he obviously lacks the initiative to actually get girls because getting girls is going to require more work and commitment 
than simply replying to a simple email in 24 hours. So that's one of the prerequisites. You and I will email back and forth a few times. If I feel like you're a good fit for me, and most importantly, that I'm a good fit for you, you and I will get on a one-on-one call together that lasts anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. I do a lot of coaching in that call. I analyze some of your meta programs, schemas, traumas, why you're having issues with women, and I give you a no BS assessment of how long I would think it would take you to get your exact goal with women. I'm talking black belt level, girl magnet status. I will tell you exactly how long it would take you if you were to join my program. If it feels right, we move forward. If it doesn't, we don't. There's never any hard feelings. As a reminder, I drop podcasts on Mondays and Thursdays, so please stay tuned for that one, and I will see you in the next episode.